listeners, welcome to episode 40 of Brain Lava, Timo Diaz podcast dedicated to all things marketing and technology. Uh, super special episode this week. We have our, our friend, client, and uh, colleague Liz Fedonofsky from, let me get this right, the Entrepreneur and Family Business Council formerly the Chicago Family Business Council, and that's actually what we're here to talk about. Hi, Liz. Hey, Patty. Thanks for coming over. Thanks for having me. EFBC is two blocks away, so uh, their offices are, are downtown in Chicago with us. And I think I've told uh, our podcast listeners that we are the strategic partner for marketing for Chicago Family, excuse me, Entrepreneur and Family Business Council. The council just recently went through a rebrand, which we were excited to help them with. And so we asked Liz to come over and talk through what it's like to go through a rebrand from an executive position. So Liz is the executive director at EFBC. I'll ask you to give your brief elevator as to what EFBC is, but she worked with us through the process along with Kara, who is their marketing guru and rock star. So Kara's been on before talking about kind of HubSpot and some of her experiences. So we thought we'd ask Liz to come in and and talk about rebrand. Yes, from a marketing perspective, but more from that executive level. So first, Liz, how about you make sure everybody understands what EFBC is? Sure, first, Patty, thank you. So Entrepreneur and Family Business Council is a not-for-profit that empowers people, family, and entrepreneurial businesses through impactful programs and a unique community of peer support. So we do peer-to-peer forum groups for not only the business owner, but key employees and the family. We have a more holistic approach and we do programs. So we, last year we did about 35 events throughout the year for your own, for the owner and the employees of your business. Not counting the individual forums that meet monthly. That's outside of their individual groups. So educational about all things that business owners need to know, not just marketing, law, accounting, human resources, insurance, banking, leadership management, team development, all those are, we go to, to EFBC, a lot of EFBC events just to, for me, try to learn how to be a better business owner and for my team to, to learn how to help me be a better business owner. So you'll notice we both kind of pause when we start to say either EFBC or CFBC or entrepreneur versus Chicago. Just last year, uh, the board, through a planning process, decided to become a more all-encompassing name. We went through that process, we got the new name, we got the new logo, you lived through it more so than we did every day. So are there any kind of key takeaways or folks are always thinking about, I think every entrepreneur thinks about, gee, what if my business had this name or that name? So as folks are considering it, do you have like a few kind of key takeaways to, hey, just keep this in mind while you go through it as someone who's lived through it? Yeah, absolutely. So... Uh, we always say, you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. Boy, did I not know all of the things <laughs> that go into changing and rebranding. 
I feel like you're never going to catch all of the pieces that go into it. So anytime you open a document, the logo has to change or the name has to change. Uh, we redid our CPC to EFPC. We bring in PowerPoint, so we have a set. So now all of the old presentations that were coming up for committees change our website. And we have landing pages from different tools and resources, so now we go out to those vendors and get those to change. I just don't know how we could have been more on top of all of this. Changing the voicemail message on both of our lines. Didn't occur to me that that needs to happen. We also forgot to tell DePaul right away when we were changing our name, so they unactivated our accounts. <laughs> so then we had to get reactivated and put in our new name, and now we have to update our voicemail messages. But it's all the little things that you don't think about. Yeah, some random receipt for, you know, there are folks registered for all these events and... I think we caught a lot of those receipts kind of in WordPress, but if it was an event that had an external or if it was a HubSpot registration instead of a WordPress registration, there'd just suddenly be this like rogue CFBC that came out there. Yes. Changing to a DBA made it a little bit easier. Versus so talk about that a little bit and what a, number one, what a DBA is. And I think that was brilliant. What your decision in doing that was. A DBA is, we did it for marketing purposes, right? So we can operate as Entrepreneur and Family Business Council, but legally we're still the Chicago Family Business Council. And the reason we did that is to make it easier on the team. I guess it was kind of a two-part. It was easier on the, on the organization to not have to go back and change every bank account and every health insurance document and all of the things that legally that we would have to go through. But also... As applying for a not-for-profit 501c3 this year, because we operate right now as a 501c6, we would be truly seen as a not-for-profit, but to get that status, we needed to have history to prove that we have been operating, and to change our name legally, we would have started from scratch all over again. Yeah. ODEA is actually a DBA as well. I started out as PRISM, uh, Prism um, went through a uh, uh, partnership that became ODEA, kept on ODEA after the partnership, but still ODEA is a DBA of PRISM because I too wanted all of the good financial history I had as PRISM to come into this new organization as ODEA. So I think that, that doing that DBA, we happen to share the same accounting firm <laughs> who might be giving us the same type of advice as well. So um, really, I think helped me as well. Yeah. So I think that that's brilliant. So it's interesting. It forgot that we actually, this is our second time kind of rebranding mm -hmm. as an organization because we did change when we moved to DePaul back in 2012, right? And I wasn't part of that process, so this is kind of the first time I've really gone through the entire rebrand process, but we did change from UIC's Family Business Council to Chicago Family Business Council at DePaul University, and that was a whole new signage, new website. That was totally new. That was basically becoming our own independent organization, right? That wasn't just a no one wanted to do all of that again. And you're a much larger organization than when that change happened. Yes. So a lot more people to talk to and tell. So talk about that process, too, about all the different audiences that you had to make sure kind of knew about the change that was about to happen or that just happened. Yeah, absolutely. So we did. We would start, I guess, we would start with our kind of our membership and our partners, educating those that are part of the organization that we're changing our name and why we're changing, when we're changing. I think overnight our website just kind of became PFBC. <laughs> changing the URLs, so then I think people that what's our, our new URL, and then educating the broader audience that, hey, we've always been inclusive, but now our name kind of represents who we actually serve. Yeah. So say we're not just 
Are you still living on two email addresses? You still are, right? So you still have the old email address and the new email address, or have you completely done the change? They've merged. Okay. So Microsoft Office lets us kind of add a second email, and they both go to one inbox. They don't have to watch. I watch three emails anyway because of default and language duty, but I watch one for just Liz. Okay, gotcha. Because for a long time, I was living in two inboxes. I was living in a Prism inbox and an Odia inbox, and then you know clients would um, email Prism, and then I would try and like respond as Odia to try and get their system triggered to start using my Odia email. And you know, it's been like four years now, and I think we finally got rid of Prism. So I'm a, I'm a long-term adjuster. A long-term adjuster. No, thankfully we don't have to deal with that. Um, I loved your, uh, you know, you just don't know what you don't know. Is there anything that you would say as folks are going through it? Like, you are so uber organized. Do you have, like, checklists through the process? Did you care as a rock star? Is it just kind of as things come up, like, you try and rebrand them as you go? You guys do so much. So is it just kind of rebrand as you go, have your checklist, and then realize that there's always going to be those things that you didn't think of that you just have to change later when they pop up? I think the, the big, one of the biggest things for me was realizing that we probably could have prepared a little more. We were not only rebranding, but we also changed our board structure. And we're trying to change the bio. So there were so many things so going on. Yeah. So we kind of just changed as we went. And I think if we had made a list ahead of time, at least for the big pieces to know, we knew signage had to change. We knew the website, URL, emails, all of that, but it wasn't actually written down anywhere. Everyone just had their own little list in their head and we got it done, but I think we could have probably attacked it more strategically if we had just said, okay, here's our master list, here's what's got to change. And then if we ever do this again, then it, it's there for us to know what changed the first time, what should change the yeah. Would you, if, if there is an organization that's considering it and has all those changes, are you like, look, just rip off the Band-Aid and do them all at once? Or would you have said, you know, maybe I would have done my board structure this year and I would have done the actual name change in another year? Or um, is it just kind of a rip the Band-Aid and just go? Prior to, as we were kind of going through it, I would have said, could we have waited on pieces of this? But this summer, we seem to have just said, let's rip the Band-Aid off and do all of the changes we can possibly think of at one time, because we're also redoing our CRM and our events, our e-marketing <laughs> software. On top oh, and of you board. moved offices, too. Yes. Yeah, so we just rip off I all the Band-Aids at one time. No hair left. Yeah. Let's just do this. Yeah. And now you're almost through it. And you're still sane, and you're still here. So, yes. yeah, working through it. Awesome. So... I guess moral of the story is you don't know what you don't know. Rip off the Band-Aid and go. And if it makes good strategic sense, as EFBC did, um, eventually everybody comes around, including, I promise you, I will start doing a better job as a strategic partner, calling it EFBC. I still call it CFBC sometimes on the phone. Okay, perfect. We're all adjusting. Okay, so it's a process. Yes. It's a process. Awesome. So uh, thanks so much for being here. I hope you'll, you'll stop by and talk more about EFBC next year as new programs come up and, and cool, awesome things, and you continue to go through that process. Until then, you know you can always send us topic ideas or uh, responses about what we talked about to hello at Timodia. You can find us at www.teamodia.com. And until next time, thanks so much for listening. Thank you.